What's going on? Whew, here we are again. Real and unscripted coming to you, brought to you by Own Your Life LLC. Yeah, so glad you guys are here. I wanted to talk about language. One of my favorite subjects. And not like bad language. Even though we do have bad language yeah, on the show occasionally. Yeah, we do that. <laughs> but I wanted to pose three questions to you. How do you show up? Yeah. What is, uh, what are the words that you use or what do you say? And most importantly, how do you listen? Mm. Yeah, that N one is the most important. It's the most important one. Because the other two really don't matter if you don't pay attention to the last one about listening. And we go through that all the time, right? We're, we're having a conversation and then our brain goes like a million different directions. And mm -hmm. then they're like, you know what I mean? Yes. And you go, what? <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I wasn't fully paying attention. That is the most awful feeling to somebody who has expressed their feelings or hurt or whatever to you, and you have paid attention. So let's go even deeper than that. Yeah. What about listening to your own language? And not listening to your language. That's getting you in trouble. Mm -hmm. Well, we've all got that internal voice, right? Right. And that's what I'm speaking of. Mm -hmm. Because there's certain language that we speak. There's certain patterns of language that we speak. So if you're not listening to your own language. And you're not self-aware. So then how do you change that? So what are some examples? Oh, uh, self-talk internal. I can't jerk voice that right. comes I can't over do you. this. Maybe this isn't going to be the thing or, or it's the one that says you can have that. Yeah. You deserve that when you're trying to lose weight. Uh-huh. Yeah. You ate clean for a week. Have a cheat day. What the hell? Why, why is there a cheat day? Is that cheat day literally so that you feel better about eating clean all week long? Because tell me the scientific <laughs> reason that cheat days literally work. I've they heard, don't. I've heard that they work. I've heard that they boost your metabolism, you know, but I mean, I biohacked my nutrition and I'm figuring that whole piece out and I have literally barely worked out, lost 35 pounds, and I intermittent fast, and I increased my fat intake. So how does that work? Right. So. But I listen to my body. So here we're talking about listening, yep, right? Yep. So I listen to my body. So yeah, there's sometimes I'll read the label and I'm like, okay, this isn't high in carbs. There's no sugar. I should be okay eating this, but then I get really tired. So something spiked my insulin level that created that. So then I know, okay, that food probably is not the food to eat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but well, but that internal voice will take over and say, well, maybe we just didn't get enough sleep last night. Let's go have, let's go have an energy drink. Oh God. Okay. So like slippery slope, right? How do you listen? How do you listen to yourself? How do you listen to others? Um, how do you justify? 
Like we justify our own language, right? Our yeah. kids do it all the time. Mm-hmm. But adults, we justify different things in different ways, like the cheat day for not doing it. Or I need a drink because I had a bad day. Oh. <laughs> that and that's that's half of that's half the reason, if not more than half the reason why people smoke. Yes. I know when I was smoking long, long time ago. I cannot picture that at all. We're talking th- at all. 33 years ago. But that would be that would be the thing. It was I'm stressed out. I'm I need stressed, to have a smoke. I'm gonna, I need a smoke. So then why do people have a smoke after they have sex? I don't know. Maybe it's kind of stressful for some of them. Maybe they need a different partner. I just, sorry, that was a like random thought that came to mind. Like, wait a minute. If we're stressed out and we have to have a smoke, what oh. happens after sex? Because you're not stressed out after you do it. Right. <laughs> but it, it. this is why I love the topic language. Yeah. Because language is so, so powerful. And I've said for years that people do not truly understand the power of words. Okay, so let's start from, let's start over from the beginning. So we're talking about how our internal voices, right, at the moment of things that we allow ourselves to do. So the first question was, how do you show up? So when I say show up, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? When you go to work, right? Mm. Like, how do you show up? Well, that wasn't what popped in my mind, but... It, was, it might be our audience. Right. What was what was it for you? For me, it was when you said, how do you show up? I was thinking, okay, what's my state of mind? Exactly. And that's what it should be. But a lot of people think that it's okay to act like an asshole at home as long as I show up to work okay, right? Because I'm getting paid by somebody who really doesn't care about me so much. You know, this twisted... That's another podcast. Wrong. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I digress. But how do you show up for that job? Did you have something bad happen in the morning and you just decided, well, I'm going to show up to work acting like an asshole because why? Because people will feel sympathetic. Well, being a manager that I was for the 28 plus years that I was, I witnessed many, many, many of my employees Mm -hmm. show up angry, Mm -hmm. pissed off Mm -hmm. because they just had a spat with the wife or the girlfriend or somebody cut them off in traffic, Mm. you know, for the longest time. Did you have road rage? I was was just (laughs) going right there. For the longest time, my road rage was a perfect indicator as my mindset. Mm -hmm. Because if I was just irate because that guy couldn't go faster than the speed limit, you know, five over, what the hell are you doing? You should be 20 over because I need to go 20 over. Right? <laughs> right? And uh-huh. if I was sitting there jaw jacking because I'm irritated as hell, I knew that I was there's something going on with me. And it took me a long time to really figure out that internal language yep. that was happening and how I was showing up, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, it took me a long time. But when I figured that out, that's when the, all of that stuff started changing and shifting. So here's the other part, right? So how we show up. So in, we're going to use you as an example because you just, give, you just gave like the one thing that 
everybody has been through a moment of road rage. Even yep. for the most calm person, at yes. one point in your life, you're going to just want to lose your shit on somebody. So then what do you say? Because we all want to justify, like our brain wants certainty, right? Mm -hmm. And we want to justify our feelings mm -hmm. and we want other people to justify our feelings. So what do you say then when you get to work and you're slamming the door and you, you I'm I just using work. I, I tell the people the story. Just I would using tell work people, as an example. I would right? tell people the story. Yeah. Of how a guy, of how cut, a you guy off. cut me off. <laughs> right. And then it eventually it turned into the same story your uncle tells you about the Canadian fishing trip and the size of the fish he caught, right? Because yeah. it wasn't all that bad. Right. Yes. But I have to justify it to other people for my idiotic behavior. For your childlike behavior. Yes. So yes. in order to justify that, I got to embellish a little bit on the story of that course. I'm talking Gotta Hollywood about. Hollywood it up. Well, yeah. I mean, polish it up, make it look pretty good, produce it, and then you're good right. to go. Yeah. We're, we're but how many people do that? I'm not going to say. But raise your hands. Okay, wait. You're driving. Okay, don't don't do raise that. your yeah, hands. Yeah, don't raise your hands. <laughs> or raise a finger and use no, the appropriate not, one. <laughs> not that finger. <laughs> it's true. So we're using road rage as the blanket here. Of, That's an easy one. Like how you good show one. up. So in that moment, if, because your brain is automatically, you're going to be talking to yourself and be like, that guy cut me off and he is just, he has messed up my whole day. I tell you what, let somebody come at me cross-eyed when I get to work. I'm going to freak out on them too. And then you answer the phone and somebody else had a bad day. And now it's like, it's like, you know, starter fluid. Now we're just going to get even worse. And then by midday, you're so tired. You're so tired because it takes a lot of energy to be that mad. Then you're gonna go to lunch and then maybe for lunch, because nobody's looking, you might have a cocktail and not in a regular glass, in a plastic cup so that it doesn't look like you're actually having a cocktail with your lunch, right? Winky, winky face. So that, you can, that. so that you can go back to work and kind of sort of be okay with the rest of your day because you just gave yourself permission to have a cocktail because that internal voice said you had a really, bad morning so it's okay it's justified or that, you're on that diet and oh it's okay to eat that candy bar and feel better about myself i'm gonna go have snickers right because you're how many people that want to and i i do not like the word diet because i think it's it's it, the wrong word to use mm. you're changing your eating habits is what you're doing yeah and i don't want snickers to get pissed off at me because i love snickers just P.S. I do, but I'm also not going to use it. Yeah, if Snickers is listening to this <laughs> or whoever the hell, Hershey, I don't even know. Nestle, I don't know. I don't know who makes it. I could care less. I'm pretty sure we're going to find out, though. We um, might. We might. <laughs> but, yeah. So what do you say? You know, what do you say? What are you saying to yourself? And so I want you to, I know that Fritz would say the, the same thing, is that stop turning the finger to other people because there's going to be a few more pointing back at you. You've got to take ownership of your behavior, of your mindset, of the words that you say to yourself. Stop saying that I don't know because you do know. You know, you've got to stop justifying your language that's bad for you. 
Because you and know how that feels. And justifying not listening. And justifying not showing up. Mm. And justifying showing up the way show you're up? showing up. Yeah. And maybe even do a mental check-in. You know, we're not just here to, like, talk about the obvious, right? So how do we help? Is absolutely being present and, and recognizing that this feels awful. This feels terrible. Because you know, you know that. It's exhausting to feel angry. Mm-hmm. So recognize it before you even move, before you get out of the car, before you respond to somebody, before you turn somebody off. Because that one person that's like, hey, do you have just a minute? I wanted to chat with you. And you're like, no, I've had a bad day and I can't handle one more thing. You know what? Maybe you were the one person they were coming to to talk to because nobody else would listen. Like that is, we're, it is so disrespectful when somebody wants to give you their time because time is one of those things we can't buy back. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to give you their time, please take advantage of it. Show Absolutely. up for them. It's Show important. up for yourself. It's important. Show up for yourself. We cross paths with reasons with people for a reason. And stop being selfish. We cross paths with them usually because they need us for something. But if you're so stuck in your head and you've already justified your behavior like a four-year-old that day, you're going to miss it. You're going to miss an opportunity. You're going to miss a friendship. You're going to miss that next promotion. You're going to miss a lot of stuff. You're going to miss something that your kids did that was awesome because you had an attitude that day because you got cut off by the train or some jackass in traffic, your kids will pick up on it and it will have the same effect. They will pick up on it and they will carry it with them for the rest of their lives because you are a part of molding them. This is where we talk about that imprinting, that, that what's the word I'm looking for? The story that we make up in our heads yeah, but you know the silliness of that whole piece that you talked about the kids witnessing this and yeah. the kids. The whole silliness about that is that as a parent, yeah, you get irritated when they act like you do. Exactly. <laughs> you are just and a it's big like, child. Okay. Um they're not acting any different than you act. Yeah. And I to- think I think we get more upset about it because we actually subconsciously recognize that's us mm. and that bothers us. Right. Because I've always had this thing that I believe that if people are rubbing you the wrong way, it's usually because you're seeing a reflection of yourself in them. God, that is hard to hear. I know. But if you really think, but if you really think about it, I mean, like, really think about it, there's an image. Of yourself and that person and that's why you do that because you don't want to be around that you don't want to be a part of that because now you're forced to see something that's ugly you know why else too and this is just a thought I might be it's maybe a crazy analogy but I also think that it's um, when you act out and you want somebody to justify your behavior when you've run across your equal it's a battle. Oh, hell yeah. And that's why that person becomes so irritating to you. Because they're just not jumping on the bandwagon with you. There's right? those, yeah. There's that piece too. 
So we all want to be, we all want to be accepted. We want our behavior to be justified. We want certainty. We want to know that we're safe. We want to know that what we're saying is okay to say. And it's not. A lot of the times it's not okay to say. Love, empathy, be kind. And you pretty much accomplish everything that you just said that you want to want to be. Have patience with those people that are the most irritating to you. Because there's a lesson for you in it. I have had plenty of people in my life that, and I know they're coming and I want to avoid them at all cost. But if I can put up with it, get myself out of the way and really take it at face value and listen to them, like really listen to them instead of putting my own spin on what they might be coming to me for. Um, I, I can separate from that conversation and actually appreciate who they are without putting myself into that. And that takes practice because that was not always Kim. (laughs) Well, and I think that that, that brings up a good point that a lot of stuff that we talk about on these podcasts are some tools right? Mm -hmm. And you and I didn't just wake up one day or read one book and this is how we were. No. This is years and years years and years of of failure. Oh my gosh. Bad. And heartache. Yep. And hurt and pain and putting ourselves in some really messed up spots. Well, I think we would both agree that we should be dead. I oh, like joking. seven times yeah. over. I say that I'm and a I cat. Should, I should have been in jail. And I mean, yeah. there's yep. a lot I should have happened to me, but you know, obviously there was bigger plans for me. So, and I don't want to waste that. And I, and I, and I respect that and I honor that. And that's yep. why, that's why I work as hard as I do on myself because I just, I, I want to show up right every day yep. and I don't. Yep. I still don't. But if I dig deep enough, there's usually something going on inside of me, which is why I'm being a dick. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just off. Yep. And you and I had those conversations when I've been off. You know, it's like something going on, not really sure. I just feel off. Mm-hmm. And we've identified it and we figured it out and then we go on. Yeah. So... It's that awareness and, and awareness is, is showing up for yourself. I mean, that there's a piece of just showing up that is just the absolute total clarity and awareness of where you're at. Well, it's that big word that we say all the time is vulnerability. Like if you're going to have that person in your life um, to show up for, when you know that you're off, when you're listening to something's not right, and I'm not going to take it out on somebody. We always want to take it out on the people that are closest to us, right? Our spouses, our children, because in our minds, it's unconditional love, right? So we're the most comfortable in those situations. And we act out a lot when we're at home because we don't know how to process things that have happened, conversations that have happened, the way people made us feel because we pick up on social cues, right? So all day long, you're stacking all of these things that might not be going the way that you think they should be going. Then you come home and you unleash the beast or you grab a cocktail or you have another cigarette or you lock yourself in a bedroom 
or you just want to go hang out with your friends and not be with your spouse because your friends, they don't know you intimately like that usually. So they justify your feelings. They're right along the line with you. They're aligning with what you want to hear. You're right. But I wouldn't use the word friends because they're not friends. That's a blanketed statement. I know it is. I'm just trying to make a point. Fine. To our audience. Whatever. You know what I'm saying. I know what you're saying. (laughs) I just want to make a point for our audience to understand that take a look at those friends that are justifying your shit behavior because they're not really your friends. Your friends would, your friends would grab you by the shirt collar, put you up against the wall and tell you you're being an ass. Okay. Knock it off. Yes. But is the person that we're talking to that's going to these so-called friends, are they being honest with themselves about who their friends are? No. No. Absolutely not. Because you're only going to have, because we talked about this earlier today, coincidentally, how many friends do you really have? How many friends you know that you can call on in any situation and they're going to be there for you? Three to five. One hand. I guarantee it. I don't care who you are. I don't care how big your network is. You're going to have like maybe five people in your life that will come to you. I would be really impressed with the person that can tell me they can count them on both hands. I'm calling bullshit because I don't. And I've got a hell of a big network. Not happening. But I just, and we're talking like true, the friend you call when you have a blown tire at 2.30 in the morning and you're six hours away. Is that that friend that says, yep, I'm on my way and comes and gets you. That is a friend. Or the friend that says, you know, that you call and you say, I really fucked up. Like I, I messed up bad. Like, I don't know, not hurting somebody else, but maybe it's that you're a pastor. Let's just throw something out there. And you got caught up in something you know you shouldn't have that could end your whole career. And instead of saying something about it, you internalize it and it makes you miserable because you think you don't have somebody to call on. You've got to have that core group of people because if you don't have that where you can show up how you need to and not be judged or not, not have somebody go well, pff, You will not believe what so-and-so came and told me, you know, we already feel isolated in this world that if we, we think we have those trusted relationships and we really don't, why are we surprised that we have such a high suicide rate? Why are we surprised that depression is through the roof and everybody is medicated right now? Why are we surprised? Because nobody has any real, true, authentic relationships anymore. Everything is topical. And that is a whole new podcast. Yeah, you just, that's like a whole freaking series. I'm saying. Way to go. Language. How do you show up? Way to make a series during a series. How do you... (laughs) (laughs) How do you show up? What do you say? And how do you listen? Those are three good questions. Well. I think we covered them. I think that's it. Don't you? I do. So what should our audience do? I can tell you one thing. If you're that friend that listens and you're the one that goes, let me tell you about so-and-so. Would you please stop? 
Well, because you're part of the problem. Just know this: that if you're doing it, somebody else is doing it to you. Well, sure. But I'm big on I'm big. You know this, so I I do 22 push-ups every single day to help lower the suicide rate, bring awareness to mental health illness. Right. Mm-hmm. Every single day, I've been doing it for 1,386, 87 days. So if you do the math times 22, that's how many veterans we've lost, just so you know, which is a really sick number, and it brings me to tears every time I do the math. So I try not to. But my point is, is that we have the suicide rate that we have. We have the mental health illness that we have. And we have bullying that happens and it's not just our kids getting bullied. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this and we, this is going to be another show too. And we'll talk about it in another show. But bullying happens in the workplace way too much that doesn't get talked about. It's not school and elementary and all of that. Because those bullies grow up to be leaders Mm-hmm. Those bullies grow up to be business owners. Those bullies grow up to be coworkers, and they're just as bad, just as bad, if not worse. That's right. Because they're usually picking on that weak soul that got picked on in school, and now they're getting picked on at work. So it's never ending. And then we wonder why we have the mental health issues that we have, and we wonder why we have the suicide that we have. That's right. So there's that whole piece too. So, you know, one of the things that, I, that I've talked about and, and bring up a lot is leading with empathy. And I think we need empathy as the headstone of leadership. Because without empathy, what, what's left? So if you are a leader or an aspiring leader, Practice empathy. Lead with empathy. Because that's what we need. And empathy is not a weakness. It is one of the greatest strengths I could think of that anybody could have would be to be to be empathetic and practice empathy. There, there's so much I could go off on right now because my brain just went bloop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I won't because we don't have five hours for that. Nor do you want to listen probably to us for five hours solid. (laughs) We're not that damn entertaining. Um, But, you know, we'll, we'll bring these up and we'll talk about these. But that one just, that whole suicide and mental health illness, that is near and dear to my heart. And, you know, it's leadership that, it's the leadership core that needs to change and make that shift to a better world. And that's, that's what my plea is. We will definitely be revisiting that one. So, as usual, guys, honored that you come on. Love you for listening. Make sure you subscribe so you get notifications every time we have a new podcast out there. And like I keep saying, we hope to do more of these on a more regular basis. We both really enjoy this platform. And um, it's a great way to get to our audience. And if you have a topic or you have something that you want to hear about or elaborate on or be a part of, please let us know what that is. 
We are always open to topics. Yeah. Like our Facebook page. Go there. Message us. Go on our website, ownyourlifellc.com. Email us from there. Um, or you can just email us direct. Fritz at ownyourlifellc or Kim at ownyourlifellc. Yep. Or coaching at Own Your Life LLC. Any three it. of those addresses <laughs> will get to us and we will take on that question or we will take on that subject or that topic. And it can be unanimous or um, anonymous. Unanimous. Yes. It can be anonymous. <laughs> we can talk about it. So if you really audience. want it to be anonymous, create a different yeah, whatever. A different email, a Gmail. Yep. I want to be anonymous at gmail.com. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> But love you guys, and uh, we'll see you the next episode, or we'll talk to you the next episode. See you later.